0: Anthony on air podcast back for another episode whole slew of topics to discuss tonight including prince andrew Filing a challenge in the virginia jeffrey case. We'll get into that plus one epstein accuser is suing another epstein accuser A medium uh, seems to think that she knows how brian laundry died Ice cube quits a movie will ferrell turns down a fortune for elf Two. I really do not like the la times matt gates's weird tweet plus four hours at the Capitol. a new hbo documentary which i was pretty blown away by the rutgers professor who said we'll tell you what she said it's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of it's something else it's something uh of course uh this is the last episode that we have in the month of october so if you could donate to star legacy link in the description below uh we have a what would you do and of course man's fingernails all on this episode of the anthony on air podcast frankie c is in the house how you doing my man how are your fingernails
1: they're okay a little long they, i do have to get them cut they are a little a little okay. longer than i'd like
0: all right i'm saying here uh 15 off your jumpstart coffee company order when you use the promo code aoa15 they're the sponsor of this episode link in the description below more on them in a second so uh, Prince Andrew today, very quick update here on the uh, lawsuit. Virginia Jufri, remember, she had that statute of limitations on filing a lawsuit civil against Prince Andrew. She got it in under the wire, filed it in the Southern District of New York, I believe, or somewhere in New York. Um, and of course, there we did the, covered the whole thing about him being served and that it was this and that and blah, 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 blah. Uh, so today, uh, the Duke of York filed a constitutional challenge to the lawsuit by Virginia Jufri. Um In the U.S. District Court in Manhattan, the Duke's lawyer said Jeffrey's lawsuit impermissibly revives the statute of limitations for the alleged crime. As such, the Royals prosecution violated his rights to due process, the court documents say
1: but she got it in under the wire
0: right and this is um i'm not an expert on this but this was like a hey everybody we realized a lot of bad stuff went on and although we have these statutory of limitations looking back on this awful behavior over these last few years we're going to give everybody a an extension if they want to file something in light of the Me Too movement and all these things that have happened, mm-hmm. so that was basically what it was. Because I believe, and again, I could be wrong. Help me on the comments if you'd lo- if you're if you're more in the know on this. That the statute of limitations on that had l- legitimately expired. Same thing with the priests in the church. It's kind of the same thing. Remember, there you could hear the commercials too. It's like, hey, if you've been blah blah blah, Whoa, mm-hmm. okay. god. You know they kind of put this extension. I think it was Cuomo, ironically enough, too, um, uh, who uh, had his hand in the law. Uh, so that was what's basically going on. So now, as I feel like this is going to be one attempt of a million by the 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 uh, the prince, uh, they're going to try and challenge the constitutional legality of that law.
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs> their Your constitution response,
0: or, or our that constitution? That is an appropriate response, Frank. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like that's what Virginia Jeffries' lawyer said today. Uh, okay.
1: We'll do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see what this is. Yeah, we'll be here when it when you're done with that. Yeah. So like again, not gonna,
0: yeah, uh, tactics, delay tactics. That's all. You know, that's why. That motion. This is why all
1: this stuff always takes years to get through takes forever it's it's these tricks and you can't blame people for trying tricks and stuff but it's just so frustrating there's got to be ways to be like just the judge goes we're, we're settling this right now you show up you show up let's hash this out
0: you're basically describing the plot of judge dread is what you're
1: doing let's do that let's do judge dread yeah how do we do that
0: Judge Dredd is not a bad idea. Judge Dredd was a well, I should say, it was a comic first before it was a Sylvester Stallone movie. True. Uh, was what's her name in that? Um, Sandra Bullock. Bullock. She was right. That was early Sandra Bullock. Yeah. It's funny because she basically played the same character in Judge Dredd and in Demolition, Demolition Man. Demolition Man. Wait a minute. <laughs> She's kind of like the. Was she in Judge Dredd? Or are we thinking of Demolition Man? No,
1: Judge Dredd was, um, oh, boy.
0: Now we got to go to the IMDb. Was Superman's mother. Oh, right. Diane Lane. Lane. God, I love her. Oh, I love Diane Lane.
1: Martha, don't get me started on that fucking mess. (laughs) What a stupid plot that was.
0: Yeah. But Judge Dread, for people who don't know, the premise of it is is basically we have instead of police officers, you have street judges, and so they would go out and and they would hear oh, your. Yeah, I don't
1: like that at all. That's not good. I
0: mean, it's crazy. It was it was futuristic utopian times, remember? And there was like everybody lived in the city, and everything outside of the city was like dead dead area. Like you got you got. Um, it's basically Mad Max outside of the city. Right. You got released out to the cursed earth, I think they even called it. Like, you figure it out on your own. If you live out there, there's no electricity. There's no food. There's no nothing. It's desert land. But you would Inside, get judged. all we
1: got is Taco Bell. You would get was judged. That Demolition Man. <laughs> that was <Same> Demolition
0: Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: the same friggin' movie.
0: You would get judged, uh, like, on the spot. Like, instead of, like, cops coming up and arresting you in due process, the judges would pull up, and they would determine if you were guilty or not. right On there, the spot. On the spot. On the spot,
1: yeah. See, that's that's not. I don't think that's gonna be good for anybody.
0: No. I mean, I don't think that would really be possible. But it was kind of no. cool to see in the movie.
1: Oh, it, was, it makes for a great movie and comic book, but not real life situation.
0: No, not not for
1: the real life situation. Yeah,
0: and I gotta say, coolest helmet ever in the Judge Dread. I think so. Sylvester- it was
1: a bit. It was a good helmet. I feel a lot of these helmets these days. You know, you get all these weird helmets, and I, and I love Star Wars, but if you look at the helmets. They're not very visually um, good, <laughs> for lack of a better term. I mean, Judge no, Dredd had, like, X. axe. Yes. And it's hard. I mean, your your peripheral vision, I mean, you're supposed to be, you know, a great soldier kind of a person. I mean, I, I just, it didn't really give you the best type, type of vision. Unless I'm And I just, I
0: remember, mistaken. I loved the, he had this, like, eagle kind of, like, shoulder pads.
1: I like the, yeah,
0: and he was a judge, so he
1: had the, the eagle thing, and there were other people that were below him that didn't have that. He was like yeah. a, a different level judge of some kind. I'm not really sure. Very they tried idea. to remake that movie. It wasn't as good.
0: They did try, right? Yeah, that was a bad yeah. idea. I feel like Prince Andrew wouldn't survive in Judge Dredd uh, times. But, well, you so- got to
1: catch them in the act is the thing.
0: Yeah, Sylvester Stallone and Rob Schneider were in this movie. So that They were in both movies. That, they were in both movies. But yes, it was Diane Lane, Armando Santi.
1: Armando Santi, yeah, he was the bad guy.
0: Jurgen Prochnow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You you don't know who that is, but if you saw his face I know, know who that is. Do you? No. That
1: guy. Yep, I know He's who that is. He was the bad guy, guy, guy. in every eighties and nineties movie.
0: Basically that guy.
1: Yeah. And in uh, what's it called? It was Wesley Snipes and Demolition Man. They could have just made a four-hour movie. Just Demolition Dread.
0: They should do <laughs> de- that, like they do Jason versus. Uh, who is Freddy. Jason? Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. Yeah. yeah. Freddy versus Jason. They should do Judge Dread versus Demolition Man. They'd be the best. That'd be weird, man. Just Sylvester Stallone fighting himself. It'd be amazing. Who would win? It'd be amazing. Um, all right, so that's uh, Prince Andrew. Epstein Accuser suing Epstein Accuser after we tell you about Jumpstart Coffee Company. Great coffee, great cause. Honestly, the medium roast is my absolute favorite. That's what Frankie C is holding up right there. Hold that up for the people, Frankie C. I had a cup
1: of this earlier today. It was fantastic.
0: Nice little pick-me-up. Yeah. I have a coffee story at the end of the episode I will share with you. A coffee Um,
1: story? Yep. Leave us in suspense like that.
0: But um, the aroma is fantastic. You get it all ground up mm. or you can get it in the beans. It Look smells crystals. Amazing. It tastes delicious. And 50% of their profits go to the Navy SEAL Foundation. So, of course, you're be going to be supporting the people that give us our freedoms. You'll be supporting this podcast, which hopefully gives you some laughs. And you'll be helping out an incredible company in uh, Jumpstart Coffee Company. Love those guys. Yeah, Order buy, with the link in the description. You and- can buy
1: coffee that doesn't give half of their profits to... The Navy Seal Foundation, or right,
0: right, you
1: know,
0: you you, want, it's fine. you want to <laughs> give, yeah, some like some. Uh, Folgers goes to some board or stockholders. Is that your idea 100%. of America? I don't think hundred percent, fifty percent, fifty percent.
1: Right, right over there.
0: And 80%. you still get fifteen percent off. Link in the description below, or click on the banner of the homepage of AnthonyOner.com. Mm-hmm. Use that promo code AOA fifteen to get you some savings.
1: How many more percents do you want? 50 percent 15 percent a lot of
0: percents by the way also zero percent apr on the on the coffee right now we and a, a,
1: uh, was it hmos yes
0: no. gmos gmos hmos hmos Helped is you. the medical thing yeah whatever
1: gmos is genetically modified organisms uh, there you go
0: is that what you were gonna say i don't know <laughs> what <laughs> it's been a long week a it has good. been a
1: long week i have not been feeling great <laughs>
0: Uh Rena O. I don't know if you remember her. We talked about her a really long time ago on the podcast. Um she has filed a suit against Virginia Jeffrey. Um because she's alleging that Jeffrey defamed her by making accusations saying that Rena O, R I N A is her first name, O H is her last name. Um is that Rena O was Epstein's girlfriend? And that Rena Oh helped him recruit girls uh, to abuse. The AP huh. reported that she cites a series of tweets that Jeffrey posted in October of 2020. The tweets say, this tweets read, and I quote, Rena, if you read this, I hope you live in shame for the rest of your life. Another tweet says, Oh, deserves to be sitting in jail next to Ghislaine Maxwell. Wow. Um, oh, said authorities, including the FBI, have agreed that she was not a co conspirator with Epstein or part of his inner circle but one of his young victims this kind of goes back to what we talked about of are you victim are you co-conspirator are you you know like th- there's there's a lot of because he would have some of these girls recruiting other girls and yeah you know. i mean
1: are they did they have to do that for fear of being who was
0: who god does right. what who was in fear who was being forced it's, it's I don't know tough, man. it's tough
1: yeah that's they have to figure all that out plus I mean a victim suing the victim it's so I can't even imagine how to straighten all this out like being on the end of the it's got to be hard enough for the victims of course but being on the end of the, the the legal system right how to sort through all this is just unbelievable it's the, tough it's it's incredibly intricate and complicated
0: really really complicated i'm happy that we are just two idiots hosting a podcast rather than having to make these tough decisions that the judges are gonna have to make in all these cases and like you said yeah i mean it's tough i mean on the one hand you want all these people that had these awful things done to them to kind of band together which a lot of them have um but in this particular instance virginia has a lot to say about this woman and if this woman feels like it's untrue she's going to obviously have a response yeah. you know so
1: i wonder what Tough. she's asking like uh, when they when you when you hear that someone is suing someone else it's usually over you know for money i mean is this O looking for money or is she, like to sue for money or for like a an apology or like a, you yeah, know we well, just retract everything you said kind
0: with of with defamation lawsuits yeah i mean it's basically yeah, money, but also, like, if you win, you've kind of, like, proven, like, oh, I, I didn't do those horrible things. Or I wasn't yeah. part of that. Yeah. We'll so, see what, what comes of it. Yep, we'll keep our eye on that one. I mean, it just seems like this never-ending tor- turmoil. Because I think the worst part of all of it is, it, it, like, this piece of shit is at the heart of all of it. None of these people would be in these scenarios if it wasn't for this asshole, Jeffrey Epstein, Yep, doing all this horrible shit to begin with, which is, like, the saddest part right about all of it
1: and i think we're exact what What? i don't remember the exact date but i think we're almost exactly a month away yeah from the start of the trial right november 29th, 29th. today's right.
0: october 29th One yeah to go. way to go big man captain calendar i'm gonna call you from now on that's a terrible name
1: <laughs> i appreciate the alliteration
0: um a psychic medium claim by the way the, the other big news story today was Ryan Laundry's parents spotted returning home with a bag made by their son and covered in his artwork. Like, I mean... Well,
1: this, okay, they're going to re- have his stuff?
0: Of course they're going to have his stuff. I mean, it just seems like, I don't know. Returning from where? Like, where was that bag? Where was Yeah, it's just, I don't know, people seem...
1: Well, they're going to be all over this family until... I mean, I don't know until what 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 kind of outcome. There's not going to be a trial, I don't think. Yeah, maybe what maybe the only thing I could think of is the family, the, the parents being investigated for something. But
0: well, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what Petito's parents do to the laundry parents or family, if anything. Yeah, if anything, and and I don't know if there's any legal recourse there, or if there will be probably be some sort of a civil case. But again, they have to prove that.
1: The parents were involved in some kind of covering up stuff uh, or
0: he, or they know they have to prove that he killed her. I mean, that's the worst part of this. Like, I true. feel like it's like we all know, but legally to yeah, make you know, that you
1: have to. It has to be no doubt.
0: Right. right. That's
1: hard to do. I mean, especially when both uh, people in the scenario, it's like yeah, both of them aren't here anymore. You can't just grill the, per- you know, the. Yeah you just got to go off of the evidence and that's it
0: but it feels like there's so much press down there still and they're like i don't know we need a story for today what's the you know and they're just like picking apart stuff i only brought it up to talk about it the fact that we're not talking about it. like like you know that we're not mm, you know this, 22. yeah this is like one of those weird things somebody sent me a brian laundry speculation channel and like this guy This is going to be a hypocritical critique, but this guy this guy does something similar. Like first of all, we do the day's news, so we're not just solely dedicated, right? Yeah. Um. Of course, there's some things we've become obsessed with that we're following: Epstein, Petito, the L.A. Times sucks balls. Like, you know, we've got some things that keep coming around, Mm. but. Um, for the most part, it's whatever is happening that day, and uh, we're we're talking about poking fun at, trying to make entertaining for people take their mind off of their own, you know, tough uh, spots in life. Um, but this guy, like, and he had like hundreds of thousands of views. Of course but it was, he did. But everything was like it, it's weird because it's you if you put his stuff next to our stuff, it'd be hard to disseminate. But his stuff was totally like, and then. Here's this hat that he wore once. Like, what does this mean? Like, was he shat for, shadowing something? And, and so, like,
1: it, I, what? It's a guy who goes over all their like videos and stuff. Yeah.
0: And, and it's just utter speculation, which some of us call liable.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Um, no, we, no, we, you, liable is you say something and you go, this is what happened. But he if does say, maybe that's what he, he did.
0: Could have been. I, I mean know. he kinda of, he just kinda of went all around flip-flopping and he and it was like a two hour video. I got through like four and a half minutes of it. I was like, I don't I'm like, I'm good, kudos to this guy for just pulling big numbers, but I just I couldn't sit through it. I mean it's just you know, again, it was just kind of an idiot talking about you know, wondering about this thing, which is not far from what we do. But yeah, there so was, what do you what are you saying exactly? I'm just saying the the fact that we try and throw in an entertainment value into some of this material is a big that's a, that's our big thing when you don't have that little tiny element of like oh here's a joke for you to be entertained by it's just an idiot yeah but we talking. know when
1: to when to keep it like if we're talking about um Gabby Petito we're not gonna make a joke about her we're not no
0: of, be... course not. Oh, of course not of course not no we talk no. yeah well but... we,
1: we get the the news that you know as much as we know out there and then you know, later on, but you look, know, we make jokes about other things. But there's gonna, no, there's no mistake. We're very sensitive to that kind of stuff.
0: Of course, there, yeah, nobody's poking fun at Gabby Petito, but there's no mistaking no. that every five minutes, or so. if you look at the beat of this podcast, there's yeah, they, a laugh. Drop in some jokes, dropped, yeah, right. Yeah, it's called it's conversation. It's and it's, it's
1: conversation right. where you were two guys, right, and occasionally a girl have a, g- having
0: a conversation. <laughs> this guy was just like. You know could it be this and could it be that like it, it's some of the elements that we do but it's like only that and just two hours of it like and it, and like proposed is like here's some news but it was just and he was like it's the speculation channel i'm like huh i've never i've never heard of that i've never heard of somebody being like we just purely speculate here and again we've done that where we're like hey here's the topic here's the news let's speculate about what else it could possibly be we thought do that all the time all the time but what but his thing was like here's something let's speculate about this and then let's speculate about and but the speculations were so crazily absurd like you know what Th- that's conspiracy theory stuff that's yeah. when you
1: get into that territory you got and i love to go to this well the flat earthers that's a pure speculation you go to any flat earth they have zero proof of any of it. Yeah, and and they're just sitting there going, "Oh, the Earth is flat. You can't tell me otherwise." Right. Here's a bullshit experiment I did where I looked in my yard and I, uh, you know, I thought I saw the Eiffel Tower, so oh, it must be flat. Uh,
0: but like that's the thing. Day. What what makes conspiracy theories work is the idea that it is it's possible that it could be real. When you're not at yeah. all anywhere close to any sort of reality. It is just an idiot bumbling about nothing. Like that's what the great conspiracy theories are ones where you're like, yeah. But even mm. the, even the most outlandish BS
1: ones, there's a percentage of people that will go, well, maybe. Even if it
0: has the most ridiculous, I'm telling you, there was nothing like that in this guy's podcast. And he was like, uh, what? He's like, if if Brian Laundry's parents killed him, and I'm kind of that was it. If Brian's Laundry's parents killed him, okay why, why would they do it this way? Why would they go there and do it? Why would they act like they haven't seen the guy for days? And also why would his parents kill him? Like there was, there's nothing in reality. Like no, no, like why? It doesn't make any sense. Well, you know, people,
1: what happens is people get a certain amount of information. They get this far, they go ABCDE and then they go, i gotta get to z somehow so let me fill in all the you know they, they they take it from where the facts leave off and they just go into off into their own direction and just start adding stuff to it that oh a meteor could have hit we it's, don't know
0: it's just outlandish talk for outlandish talk's sake it just doesn't make any bit of sense anyway welcome to the internet anyway he says before going into a medium now on this psychic <laughs>
1: We got to pay close attention cuz this could be the real deal here.
0: Well, I mean, you tell me if you believe in mediums because some people swear by it and and some people don't. I mean, if you ask Paulie Walnuts, he was pretty freaked out, you know.
1: Listen, I there's I hear of a few um my wife tells me of a story about her her mom going to one. It. it was very pretty on the money kind of a thing. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I I, I go – I listen to these things and I go, yeah, that that's pretty good. But I feel like 99.9% of the time I'm like, this is bullshit. But I can't – you know, I can't 100% say psychics know what they're – you know, that it's – but I also can't 100% say – 100% certainly say that they're not – you know, there isn't one or two that know what they're doing. But I don't know. I, you know, it's not – I've never had an experience <clears> – <throat> of my own with the psychic. I've never gone to one. Um, That's where I
0: lie. This is bullshit until you can prove it to me directly. What do you mean? I just don't believe mediums until you can prove it to me directly. Because I feel like- Have you gone to one? Uh, I did once at an appearance, there was one there and- um...
1: Anything coming? Anything interesting?
0: No, not really. Like I'm happy to believe- what
1: very generic stuff that
0: yeah i I, it's frank so generic i don't even remember what the hell they said and it was actually on halloween there was like three or four halloweens ago
1: yeah i mean my i could tell you the one my wife told me um and it was very spooky It, it is really you know so my wife this was a long time ago when she was a kid uh her mom went to a medium and you know, the typical stuff that a meeting would tell you: oh, your kids are being nice, successful, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But then you got to watch out because your husband is in real estate, and he is selling properties behind your back. He's dealing in properties, and it's all going on behind your back. And my wife's mom was like, "No, that's ridiculous. My husband, number one, is nothing to do with real estate. His job, you know, he doesn't do anything like that." They go home. And he's playing Monopoly with, with my wife and her sister. So it's just a weird, you're, you know, it's just a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Your husband is trading, is dealing in realty and buying and selling properties. Yeah, stock. it was just a weird. It was that. It could have been a very you know coincidence, but it's a very specific thing. It's, it's the only that is like really the only true one that I was like, all right, that's kind of weird. Right. Other than that. I really haven't heard of any big ones that were like,
0: wow. Yeah. And see, I think coincidences happen. And I think like any other profession, when you're doing something for a long time, you're going to be good at deducing people and you're going to hit on something like in a random medium session, they probably say what 12, 15, 20, you know, premonitions or whatever you want to call it you know mm-hmm. things they're probably going to hit close to home on one you know is yeah. because you, you, you listen to that and you go oh that is kind of weird that the monopoly thing but at the same time she's like hey your husband's selling property behind your back and it's like well uh, oh I, the
1: one detail was he's doing it right now as we speak she's oh okay yeah he's doing That's, it right now as we yeah, speak a and a little... she went home
0: and he was playing in
1: the middle
0: and of he was playing monopoly time. yeah it's a, it's a little strange it's i also i I find it interesting that mediums—they never get it a hundred percent right. It's always like some love cloudiness to, to it. And I'd know. love to know
1: what, like, what they—if it's real—what are they seeing? Mm-hmm. Are they talking to a being? Is it just a voice? Is yeah. it a picture in their head? Is it words? What, what exactly are they reading from? Is the reading coming from?
0: Well, here's the other thing I want to say, too, on that idea. If it is real, and I could even buy into the fact that some people do have may have some sort of ability or whatever. I think it's a very small percentage versus the amount of people that are actually doing it.
1: Oh, I'm sure uh, most are. I'm sure there are some who believe they can do it. And maybe, maybe they can. Like know. out of
0: 100 mediums, maybe one of them is legit and the maybe the 99 people that are just oh the, 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 the va- i think we could be
1: sure that the vast majority is is just hucksters
0: yeah Gotta but i think be. it's great for entertainment value like i really think it's yeah, fun it's f- to fun goof fun little thing like oh maybe and they'll say something and oh you know it could be i also think it's like reading fortune cookies or self-help books it's like sometimes you need the collective or something from the outside to jar something in you to motivate you or change your thinking on something or help you through it. I think there's a lot of that. But like I said, I also think, and this is not a a, um, a critique, but some people are more susceptible to it. Where, whereas like they want to believe it more. Therefore some of the things that they say to them will trigger a response and they'll be able to get to it. Cause the, they're looking for it. Yeah. Cause they're looking say, for
1: it. You say, Oh, there's a person in your life with M you'll go digging, however many levels away to go, oh, my cousin's co-worker, um, you know, it's like, okay.
0: Right. But I know people are going to write in the comments and you're going to email us and everything. They're like, oh, I'm not saying you're lying. could have been. Uh, You know, I'm not saying you're lying. I'm just saying that I don't believe it right now because it has never happened to me and I've never really seen it. And we've been in radio for a long time. I've never had a psychic medium on my show. Have you ever done a medium? But we've been associated with stations that have done it, sure. And um, you know, some of it is, uh, and they're so hugely popular.
1: Oh yeah, well they hugely do hugely popular. They do like, I guess they 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 tell you they lift your spirit. You know, they'll tell you. What, I yeah. think for the most part, they'll tell you what you want to hear. They make you feel better. Yeah, if it makes you feel better. Worth every penny, I guess. But I just, you know i i believe in things i believe you know but i i just this it could be hey maybe there are a few people out there that can do it that let me ask you a question kind of ability
0: do you think i can make a living as a reality medium not psychic reality like you tell me your shit and i'll give you the, i'll fucking slap you with some reality so a therapist no. Point you in the right direction no life coach. i feel like therapists are a little coddly they're there to kind of coddle and listen life coach Maybe. It's a
1: get your shit together guy.
0: Maybe. Yeah, like my cousin's a life coach. Is it I, he, she? He. Is he? Yeah, coach, he's huh? he, well, I don't know, I, or motivational speaker. I I I'm sorry. I love him. I love you, Rich, but I don't know what your exact uh, thing is. He wrote a book. He's been he toured. He's like pretty successful at it. Cool. Um and I would love to just um I would love to be the asshole that's just on stage going you know just taking the mic away from him and going like, just wake the fuck up what are you listening to my cousin for like there's this little thing there that like i hugely respect and love my cousin and i think he does a great job with it but he's also the person that i burnt ants with when we were six so i can't so there's yeah. part of me that's like <laughs> but you were six <laughs> i know but there's part of me that goes you're listening to him I-, I can't even tell you some of the shit he said when we were nine you know this is crazy that you're fucking yeah, every kid is an idiot when they're yeah. when they're a kid. <laughs> you know, like Einstein. Great... I don't know. He does a great job. Like, I'm super, super proud of him. Like, everybody else in my family is a failure, basically, compared to the two of us, basically. So.
1: You said two of us?
0: Well, I got to give myself a little credit in here,
1: I guess. I mean.
0: Any whoozles. Um, I have, uh, I'm so wait, seeing a premonition you're... right now, Frank. Okay, go ahead that this show is about to get a lot less manly and a lot prettier.
2: Oh, that's nice. And a
0: lot drunker, apparently, too. <laughs> what Maybe. up, Jay Sabs?
2: Are you, fu- you kidding me? You've only been on 30 minutes. Goodbye.
0: Yeah, only 30 <laughs> minutes. We got a lot I, of show the- left.
1: Are you kidding me that you have one of those glowing things in your drink?
0: What are you drinking?
2: I'm drinking a high noon but I probably shouldn't even be drinking this. So. In a
0: in a glass? Not out yeah. of a can? That's weird.
2: Yeah,
1: I I um
0: I call it, that a white trash move. I don't think that that's classy. I think that's less Really? To pour it out into a cup.
1: That looks that's classier than a than right out of the can.
0: I don't think so. Disagree. All right. what shirt are you wearing? What is that? Squad? Squad. Squad goals. goals. Who's on so that it's, shirt? It's
2: um Freddie. Oh, like uh, Michael Myers yeah. Michael Myers and Jason Jason And
0: Wait, this? that's Freddy Krueger? All oh, right.
2: Right
0: here. Oh yeah, it is. Okay. I swear to god, don't judge me. I thought that was like the Backstreet Boys at first. It it does, like... I mean, it looks like he's wearing blue jeans. Yeah, it looks Does me? that look like Donnie Wahlberg on the right?
1: Can you show the bottom half? Yeah, it looks like he's wearing blue like they're all Yeah. God, hands in you... his pockets. What do you think of me? Goodbye. I feel like the like lo- I would below ever. below the neck
2: is it does like, look like a boy that.
1: band, but above the 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 heads are all, you know. Because Michael Myers is wearing a leather jacket. Right. What it looks like he doesn't wear a leather jacket. Yes, he does. He wears a gas station jumper. Go look in some um movies,
2: he does wear a leather jacket.
1: Uh I'm gonna have to Disagree Let's with Google. you. Circle gets a square.
0: Let's Google it, Frank. Look it up. I'm While looking look up. Mike, it up I- let me share the actual topic that we started 20 minutes ago. Uh, this uh, psychic medium says that Brian Laundry died from trauma to the right side of his head, and there was a lot of blood loss. By the way, said the medium, who wishes to remain anonymous. I'm I actually love-
2: going to see a medium um, this week.
0: I love that move. OK, we were just talking about this. Do you so you believe in this? Do you believe in mediums? Um, I believe in larges. <laughs>
2: oh, God, I hate you. Goodbye.
0: <laughs> I don't see any
1: leather jackets here, by the way.
2: OK, Google, hey, Jason. Googling. Wait, Michael, no, Myers Michael, or Myers?
1: Jason. Michael Myers looks like he's wearing a leather jacket, the one in between the U and the A on your shirt, right? That's Michael Myers.
2: Yeah, he has worn, Google uh, his name with a Jason leather jacket. Um, No, not Jason,
1: Michael Myers.
2: We have spoken about this, kind of. And I said, I think a lot of people have gifts, but they just don't use that part of their brain so much. Like, there's a lot of people who just aren't open to it.
0: That's interesting. That's interesting to me. Whereas it is not this idea of they're getting a premonition from somebody else, but more of they're using more of their brain power to uh, mm. analyze a situation, if you will.
1: There's your typical Michael Myers. It's a one one piece jumper, like okay. a mechanic would wear.
2: The difference between a psychic and a medium. A medium usually channels other spirits, whereas like a psychic will like. Tell you what's going to happen. You think the other spirits
1: don't have a choice or is there like the spirits like I got to go to this medium is calling me. I got to go.
2: No, I think that I what I think, I think opposite. I think that the spirits look out to tell you what they want to say to other people.
0: I think this is a jumper, but it looks like a leather jacket to me.
1: Oh, see well, how dark that is. It's a yeah. it's a jumper. It's he, it. I think he, I've never seen Michael Myers in a leather jacket.
0: Anyway, I can't tell you how much I absolutely don't care about this,
1: but I can't tell you how much I do care about this. So I, I missed what the medium said.
0: What happened? How did he die? That he got blunt force trauma to the right side of his head, meaning that he was killed.
1: That something struck him in the head. OK, okay
0: do you think
2: first of all, it's not even him, but go ahead. But that's I don't a kind believe of, it. I don't believe it's his body at all.
0: That's a crazy idea of like a dexter type person like found this guy and just, and now he can't come clean. It did happen that in Florida. That would be cool. What, what if he avenged uh, Gabby and just took matters into his own hands? and? See, that would be like, you'd think you'd
1: want the credit for catching the guy.
0: How can you take credit for that?
1: Not you killing can. him, catching him. You know, you catch oh. him.
0: Maybe it went awry. Maybe he's like, I'm bringing yeah. you in. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, he's like, no, you're not. And it went down.
1: Yeah, it could have. Could have gotten to a a scrum
0: with a fella. Tell me about this medium, uh, Jay Sabs. Are you go, is this a, an event? Like lots of people or you're doing a one-on-one?
2: It's a mutual friend of someone and um, they've been kind of talking about this for a while that they want to, she wants to, to do readings with people, so when my friend asked me, I said absolutely, 100,000%.
0: so she's not a medium, she, but she feels like she is, and you're gonna be like a guinea pig? Is this her first couple of reads?
2: No. She's no. done this for, I think, a couple of years now.
0: Okay. she charging you one... for this? Okay. I'm sorry. Yes. Go ahead. She, she's yes. charging you. What does a medium go for? I'm just You don't have to I medium. mean,
2: it could be... What I've seen between like fifty and three hundred, three hundred dollars.
1: For how long do you get with a Some
2: do fifteen minutes. Some do a half an hour. Some do an hour.
1: Man, we're in the it wrong really business. all depends. So, how does one become? A, is there like training? I know, like you have to. There have, is. There's the ability, but you have to also
2: know how to do it.
1: Correctly. Know what you're doing, I guess. Right? Is there like a, a school? I'm not trying to make fun. I'm trying to, I'm really.
2: There isn't a school, but there there are certain um, psychics who will help you. He's going to laugh at me. Channel, channel what needs to be channeled.
1: That's what I'm asking. Like if there's someone, you know, legitimately feels like they have that power and they would go to, I guess, a medium that they know and say, Mm -hmm. I think I could do this. Can you teach me how to do it? Yep.
2: In Properly. fact, I know someone who did that. Yep. Okay.
0: Cool. If we could teach somebody how to dougie, we could teach somebody how to be a medium. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. How
1: to, do you know how to dougie?
2: Teach me how to dougie. Or yeah. what, And All the
1: girls love me. Mm-hmm. I could do the, the Humpty dance, but I can't do the dougie. Oh I God! Just,
0: you probably I just could. realized between her shirt and the cup was a Halloween hard night thing. We're we're in we're in J Sab's Christmas right now. She loves. This is it. This is ho- this is our Halloween episode, by the way. So
1: anybody here dressing up on Halloween?
0: I mean, I have actually strikes me as the kind of person that dresses <laughs> up. You, like you dress up even if you don't have anywhere to go, you're dressing up.
2: Are you? You wanna hear something funny that happened to me a couple of years ago at work.
0: Yeah, but are you dressing up this Halloween?
2: Um yes. And no, it has to do with Halloween. That's why I said that.
1: Okay, so you are dressing up. What are you dressing up as?
2: Um I really don't know yet. I haven't decided yet because there's a few. You know, it's the day things. after tomorrow, right? Yeah, I know. That's okay. usually what I do until last minute, and then I have the best costume. Cool. Thank
0: you. All right, She's so freestyling what it. She's a, this is jazz to her. She don't need. She don't need cheating. Yeah. Am I
2: right?
0: <laughs> was that that funny?
2: First year at my company, and they were like, "My coworkers, what are you dressing up as?" I was like, "Oh, you guys dress up here? They're like, "Yeah, like your other companies never did." By the way, did you just fart?
1: No, it's, it was like a internal <laughs> bubble of some kind. It was like, Brr. that's
2: gonna, that's gonna sound real good.
1: It was like my stomach doing a Brr. one of those funny, yeah.
2: really funny noises, too. Yeah. So they were like, um, what are you gonna dress up? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I didn't know you guys did that. And I'm like, oh man, like, what am I, you know what? I'm gonna dress up as Walter White from, uh, what's it called?
1: Breaking Bed.
2: Breaking Bed. So everyone was, like, all hyped, like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I was, like, there's something weird about this. There's something fishy. Of course, my boss texted me at 930 that night, night before Halloween. He goes, I feel really bad, but nobody dresses up here. (laughs) They were setting you up. And I was, like, because we always used to play, like, jokes and pranks on each other, like... I was like, oh, I was like, oh, I'm still going to dress up. Like, I'm not going to let this down. So I, I went into work the next day as <laughs> fucking Walter wow. White.
0: Wow. Any
1: pictures of you as Walter White? Because
0: that's yes.
2: hilarious. Yes. All right. We got to see those.
0: And you knew you knew that this was you were. And nobody else dressed one. up.
1: Nobody else dressed up. Wow.
0: Please. You love Halloween. I do. You know what?
1: What I would do if I had the inklet, it had a, just a uh, hint that no one else was gonna dress up. I would just bring the costume with me, and put it on when I got there. If I saw that everybody was dressed up,
2: I stayed as Walter White the whole entire day, and people couldn't keep a straight face. Goatee. <laughs> yes. Glasses. Wow.
1: wow. Bald cap.
2: Nice. The what was it called? No bald cap, but I did put my hair back
1: so you couldn't even see. What was the hat? The Heisenberg. Do you have the Heisenberg yeah. hat?
2: I don't. Did I have that? Oh my God, this is like eight years ago, so I don't remember now, but...
1: You know what's weird? I have the jacket without even trying. Really? Yeah, I just own a jacket that looks like that. Okay, so... I just need the Heisenberg, a goatee, and I'm pretty much there.
0: Well, I love Halloween. Halloween.
2: I do love Halloween. What
0: are you doing now? Because it's Friday night, Halloween, Saturday night, and then Halloween is on Sunday. What's the JSAB's plan here? Like, movies? Is it haunted houses?
2: it's been... It's been um, the haunted, the Halloween Horror Nights, you know, in Orlando, which was just uh, universal, was just amazing.
0: Right. But. It's hard to top that.
2: It's hard to top that because it's like, you know, 10 haunted houses there. Right. Um, but then, like, I'd say since late September, we've been watching horror movies or horror based TV series. Since
0: September?
2: Yeah. End of September.
0: Holy shit, you have a problem. Yeah. That's not bad. October is the, that's yeah. the month for it.
2: And well here's here's the damper on my plans. Here's the kicker. Husband's birthday is the day before Halloween. And he's not such a fan of Halloween.
1: Ugh. Boring. Why is any everything bad happening to you?
2: Right. <laughs>
1: you can still do your Why? thing. <laughs> Why? Why what? Why does no, this well, happen can- to me? I know, but you can still do your funny. thing. What's the problem?
2: I don't know. It's just pretty funny that, you know, of course, whatever. And you know what? It's it's funny because he, like, he'll watch the horror movies with me, but he he's not such a huge fan of, like, going to haunted houses or just Halloween in general, where me, I'm like, I love it. And actually, this is pretty funny <laughs> or, or pathetic. I didn't even have time to decorate for Halloween, and I did it before in an hour.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I
2: went through my house like a crazy person, and my daughter was like, wow, that looks cool. Good.
1: I got an idea. This is how you get your husband into Halloween. What? Jedi costume. Mm. Your husband is a big Star Wars nerd like I am. Mm -hmm. Tell him he can dress up like a Jedi.
0: He doesn't want to be bothered with any of this. He's tired. Plus, I, he's probably
1: going to take your daughter's trick-or-treating, no? Yes. All right. Tell him to get over it. Get into the,
0: get into the spirit. Right. He, I just hate the way he keeps interrupting your fun by living. That's what it irritates me. I
2: mean, really, like, hello?
0: Yeah.
1: Inconsiderate.
2: I mean, he ruined, he ruined it in 2012 with Sandy, and then his birthday, and then Halloween. Because that was yeah. just a dud that year.
0: I hated that he brought a hurricane to new york too that i blame guy for that inconsiderate too. of him
2: it was like Jerk. the 29th 30th and 31st like come on
0: <laughs> what a what a piece of shit. What jesus a dick
2: do you know no. how mad i was that year that we had no tv that we couldn't watch anything horror related again
1: why does
0: everything bad happen to you yeah thank you i don't understand. All right, so now I love Christmas the way you love Halloween. I have to hit my staples, Elf, which we're going to talk about coming up in a second. Griswold Christmas. What is your, like, What? Do you, what is your, you have to watch this for yeah. Halloween. You got to see these one or two movies. Or
2: well, I, d- I do love Christmas too. So that's like, it's tough. It's tough. Mm. I love Halloween just a little bit more. Um, I watched Scream last night, which is always a good movie. Mm. Um. I, I love... did enjoy
0: while you're thinking. Okay. I'll give you time to think about it. And now, I did really enjoy Scream
1: because that but was they just came well, out with a new one, or they it's gonna hit theaters yeah, soon.
0: I Scream 17, I must have missed, but I but the first one I yes. feel was so fresh at the time because they were it was it was meta, they were talking about horror, horror movies in well, horror a horror movies. movie, and I, I thought it was really kind of a refreshing thing i also loved i can't remember which uh freddy krueger it was but it was the one maybe four or whatever it was the one where wes anderson was in it and oh. it i think was, that
1: was uh, a new nightmare
0: yeah that was
2: a new nightmare and no, it was that was Wes craven west Wes craven's, craven's new,
1: new, new nightmare
0: yeah i forget but the, the premise was because because west craven started writing freddy krueger because he was having nightmares about freddy krueger and in the movie, they were like, Wes is starting to have nightmares again. And that was like the movie. Like it was like, holy shit, this is this fictional thing is becoming a real I love that one. That I enjoyed a lot. That, that was one, that
2: one. one fucked with my head because Yeah. It's a movie about a movie.
0: Yeah. I like but Scream.
2: Like, yeah. But like all these things start coming.
0: But I like that it real. makes it realistic because it's like cause sometimes with some movies, I can get into most movies, but sometimes you're like, oh, there's a big elephant in the room, and that's the fact that you know, this is predicated on prior movies and stuff. Yeah. Whereas- and in
1: A New Nightmare, that's what they did. What's his name? Robert Englund was in it as himself.
0: Right. Yep. Exactly. And he was like,
1: I'm just the guy playing the character. What are you talking about? And it happened to be real. And
0: that was, was great.
1: That was Oh, God. Cool.
2: Now I have to watch that one again.
1: That was a good one. I like favorite Halloween thing. Toss up between Halloween, the original, oh. and um, Dawn of the Dead oh amazing. really like that one okay Ah, uh, it's because you know why it's so it's old looking and there's really nobody in it you know there's no famous faces and it's just it's one of those it's just a, a basic you know there's not a lot of effects or it's a very simple movie to make and black and white and it's just so creepy that, that that one.
2: It is a good one. Um, I also like this. This is probably my favorite scary movie is of this all your
0: time. Must like you can't have a Halloween without this. Is that what you're giving us? Go ahead, Diana.
2: Monster Squad from the '80s. I don't know if Monster you ever saw Squad. this. Monster Squad.
1: Wolfman's got Nards. Right.
0: Is that with Fred Savage?
1: <laughs> no, that's uh, Little Monsters. Oh. yeah
0: What was Monster Squad? Monster Squad. There's no one really in it,
1: but it's a group of kids. That um, they somehow the 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 monsters all come alive. There's the Wolfman. There's uh, Dracula, Mummy, Frankenstein's monster, the creature from the lagoon. That's the best one. And they all have to come together, like to they awaken it somehow with like an amulet, and they have to come together and 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 take him down because like Dracula's the leader and he's going to take over. And but it's right. good. It is good. It's a great kid, you know, it's a little creepy, right? you know, for a kid to watch it. I grew up watching it. but I
2: shouldn't have watched it when I was a kid, right?
1: But talk about virgins in there. Right. But it's still like a a good, and it's It's not scary, scary, but it's a good kid, scary movie. Like I wouldn't, Uh, don't let your kids watch it because there's Wolfman and Dracula, freaking crazy scary, but it's good. Uh, I, would watch I
2: it. have to watch along with that. I have to watch the Simpsons Treehouse of Terror every Treehouse year. Treehouse of Horror. That yeah. that is of horror. That is the. Well, which I ones? have to. There's so many. There's the, my one of the favorite...
1: Thirty-one seasons is thirty of them.
2: Actually, I started watching it off Disney Plus the other night.
1: Yep, they're all up there.
2: The best one I love is when the house. Is taken over by a robot you know what I'm talking about Look, he knows
1: yeah I know that one the robot is um and
2: he's obsessed with Marge
1: what's his name uh Pierce Brosnan yep <laughs> he voices yep. the house it's like an automated house and it like starts hitting on Marge and tries to get rid of Homer and it's a good one
0: do they have it uh do they have it curated on Disney like all the Halloween episodes they do smart move smart mm-hmm. move yeah. that's the way to do it baby That's what people want to do around christmas time i like watching all the the office had a christmas episode every year and I, i'll just skip through seasons i'm like why don't they just stick this together for me and make life e- they have to see yeah really these, yeah that's a good that way to numbers do it are going up uh simpsons was great for halloween shows soul's office though too modern fa- the office was you're right modern family i feel like was always great for halloween
1: I'll go a little old school cheers was great for halloween because oh, they used to do um they used to have this, the rivalry with the the other bar it was gary's old town tavern and it was who could scare the other bar the best and mm. it would every year it would just get more and more elaborate they had like holograms and they oh. pretend to kill one of the guys it was great
0: i hope the audience appreciates that you're you're watching or listening a podcast where the host knows the fucking name of the rival bar in Cheers. Oh, my God. I love God. Cheers. Would know that.
1: It's Cheers. No one. It's a popular freaking show. I don't know. I mean, it's not like I said, you know. hundred
0: years ago. How old are you?
1: <sighs> <laughs> it been a very popular show.
0: Uh, while we're talking about movies and shows and things, Ice Cube quit his oh, latest God. movie with oh, God. Jack Black after turning down... The COVID-19 vaccine. They're saying that he's walking away from $9 million. That's a shame. That's not even the biggest walk away we're going to talk about on this episode. Um, but like people like this, people like Ice Cube don't need $9 million. No. But I think the, isn't it sad though? Like you could work, like him and Jack Black, Like that sounds like that would have been a funny, like I don't think you get involved in a movie like this unless you really, really want to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then to let like this get in the way. Like who's the guy is that guy on the net still holding out? Not uh he Kyrie Irving? He is. You're screwing your team, man. Yeah. It's I, but I and I know like people who've left their jobs for it. They're just like, yeah, whatever. I feel like more people are just quitting their jobs like every vaccine, just not happy, you know, That's they're just
2: mm-hmm.
0: I'm telling you the the pandemic really changed. I have a good
2: question about jobs go ahead would you ever go back to a job that you've quit before in the past
1: yeah you would depends why depends why you quit depends what the job is and i think the biggest thing is depends why you quit yes okay
0: yeah if you quit
1: because you got a better job somewhere that's fine but if you quit because you were seriously unhappy there yeah, that's, that's a different I mean. that's a different story.
0: But I think people in situations and times change.
2: Yeah, okay. That's a fair answer.
0: You know, maybe somebody just got a little easier or better, or maybe somebody left and now it's a better situation because that person's gone. Yeah, yeah things I change over time. Yeah.
1: All
2: right. That was easy. To,
1: would you apply to a place that you were fired from? Can you? First of all, I don't need to apply. Yeah. You were fired place. from a place, and then they there's a different Fired's n- a listening. different story,
0: yeah. I feel I like have that's... Have never been fired? Have you ever been fired? Been let go. Yeah, I've been, let, same go thing? That, that's I've been fate, let go, too. How many times have I been let go? Every company. We're not firing you, but your position has been eliminated. Oh, yeah, okay. Like,
1: huh. Oh, How does okay. that work? Get out. Oh, like <laughs> you're fine. Got it. That's clear. It's your
0: position that's the issue. But now that yeah, there is no position, we don't have anything. Yeah, okay.
1: It's No position. So where do I what position you're going to put me in the parking <laughs> yeah. lot?
0: Oh, yeah. Because when this when the shortstop can't hack it, sometimes he gets moved to third. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know,
1: they don't get rid of the shortstop position. Yes. Yeah. Oh,
0: God. Thanks Why, for
2: making me feel even worse. Than,
0: you thinking no. about going back to an old gig? <laughs> no. Oh, okay.
2: But it's funny because I had a dream about this job where I used to work last night. The office because it was a very small office but it was like a nice office prime location across the street from the new york public library and i just i just like found myself in this office and i'm like oh my god like i want to go back to the office and see what it's like obviously the company is not there anymore because every company that i've worked at has gone down under but you know
0: so is that record. really
2: being let go? Anthony, is that being let let fi- uh, fired or no?
0: Did you did your involvement in the company lead to its demise?
2: I'm sorry, I can't comment on that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I actually there's a couple of jobs that I think I would be better at this time around. There's <sighs> a few jobs I've done where I'm kind of like now that there's been a few years of separation, I could go back there and be so much better at it. Be a better employee, be a better performer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: I really believe that. The only thing I think I is one job where I would be like, if I could go back to it, I would do it better, and, and I'd still be happy doing it. But every other job <laughs> I've left, I'm glad I'm gone from those
0: jobs. Mm-hmm. Was that the massage parlor hand job place you were talking about?
1: That's the one. That Me would, or him? I would ex, I would <laughs> excel at
0: both. I've yeah, learned both more since both of you. Frank and Janine worked at the same uh, <laughs> happy ending place. <laughs> we used Only to fight one. over
1: customers, so that's why. We...
0: <laughs> who, who had more people lining up for them? is I'll leave that to the audience to speculate. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Will Ferrell turned down Elf 2. <gasps> he says because he was being honest. He says that he would have to go out and promote it, and he couldn't say that it was a good movie, I guess based on what the script was.
1: Well, that, seems, That's... that makes sense. People turn down stuff because the script isn't bad, especially sequels.
0: Two shocking things to this.
2: Me too. I'm shocked. Go ahead.
0: One, the amount of money he turned down, which I'll let you guys ruminate a guess, you two and the audience, while I tell you the second shocking thing. Supposedly, and I honestly just don't believe this. Like, I can't, it bothers me. James Kahn in an interview on a... Cleveland radio station, which if we could not believe anybody, it's A, radio people, and B, people from Cleveland. Right. Yikes. This you are like just alienating agreed. large
1: agreed. swaths of people
0: totally every okay show. So now we're talking about Cleveland radio people. But James Conn was on a Cleveland radio station, and he said that Will Ferrell and John Favreau didn't get along, and that <gasps> that's why he didn't mm. want to do a sequel. Are you kidding me? I'm shocked. I don't believe that. I don't know if he was just fucking around because from what I heard, James Khan was kind of difficult on that set.
1: I don't know anything about the behind the scenes mm-hmm. for Elf, but if he I said, could imagine anybody being difficult, I would think it would be James Khan. But I don't know.
0: Yeah. He said the idea of a Elf 2 came up and, and this is what James Khan said. We were going to do it. And I thought, oh, my God, I finally got a franchise movie. I could make some money, let my kids do whatever the hell they want to do. And the director and Will didn't get along very well. Will wanted to do it. He didn't want the director and he had it in his contract. It was one of those things. Meaning I guess you had to give it to Favreau if there was going to be a sequel and Will didn't want to do it with him, which I find hard to believe because Favreau and um, Vince Vaughn are like best friends and Favreau, uh, Vaughn and Will Ferrell have done a shit ton of movies together and always kind of fly in that universe together. Yeah, it's yeah. true like vaughn popped up in he cameoed in anchorman and i feel like a bunch of other things but favreau never really did so maybe i don't know i you know i just i love favreau so much i the the idea that somebody, somebody doesn't get along with them doesn't get along with it, especially will ferrell who i also love is heartbreaking to me
1: yeah it's possible though too you know when you get two very uh opinionated Comics or comedians or even creatives, you, you, chances are they're gonna butt heads every, you know, every now yeah. and then. Yeah. Especially you know, t- people at the top of their game, Will Farrell and John Favreau. You, you got two people that uh, you know Poemius. know what they're talking about with this.
0: Yeah. Gonna, you want to take a stab at how much he turned down what the offer was for the sequel to Elf? Yeah. Uh, what do you think? The first Elf made. <clears throat> Over $200 million, I think. $220 million dollars. I'd say. And cost nothing to make. The first one didn't. That can't be right. It was tiny.
2: Really? I'd say.
0: Jeez. Yeah, the budget for for by the way, you forget. Elf uh, Will Ferrell at the time was nobody. He was the guy from SNL. It became huge because it came out after old school, which oh. was a juggernaut. They couldn't get the movie made with Will Ferrell. Originally. He was like their He was like some of the, he was the movie studios, like seventh option. They're like, you can't make a movie with this guy. He's I could nobody.
1: See, I could see ticket sales, uh, you know, being 200. But the, since then, it's kind of to generated a whole tons of money.
0: Oh, that no, that was the box office. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. that was just the box office. You know, so, yeah, okay. of course. TV so what do you, you
1: think? What do you think, Jay says? What, what did he turn down?
0: $33 million budget. The first movie. Oh, okay, I, was gonna, I, was gonna, I would
1: no, say I
2: between gonna... I would say between 30 and 40 million.
0: Frank
1: for Will Farrell to do number two, I would say I'll say one dollar. <laughs> no, uh, I'll say
0: 25 mil. 29 million dollars. You guys are Ooh. on top of your game.
1: I'd said 30
2: between 30 and 40. Okay.
0: Twenty-nine million dollars is a lot of money to turn. It's a shit
1: ton of money for I to mean, do 9 what, million three, million. four months worth of work. Yeah.
0: Come and on, again, man. Ice Cube, Will Farrell, they don't need, need it. Money, no, they don't but need that it. That is a lot tough. You
1: might not need 29 million, but you can always use it.
0: Like, could you hate somebody so much <laughs> that you couldn't work for $29 million for yeah. two months, mm. three months? I'd, I'd. There's I'd some people. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: I, I'd, I'd be able to pull that off.
0: Because the other thing, too, is Will Farrell, obviously hilarious. Just... Who's the other guy that's his producing partner? He made the big. Uh...
1: Will Farrell's producing partner?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, he did the big lie, or well, not the big lie.
2: Come over here. God,
0: sorry. Uh, anyway, he, does, he produces Succession. Adam McKay. Yeah, I don't know. Adam McKay, like John Favreau, like you're talking about funny people. If you have a shitty script, turning it into an amazing script doesn't seem like a hard feat, especially when there's twenty nine million dollars on the table. Yeah, You suck it up, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you you be like, hey, give me the thing.
0: we'll rewrite it. We'll make it happen. rewrite this we'll thing it. and we'll do it. Yeah. yeah, we'll figure it out.
2: That is a staple to my hassle, by the way. No. I'm sure. Yeah,
1: I'm sure he turned down. He turned it down because of the script maybe they'll rewrite it and represent it to him. I I can't imagine he would, you know, if the script was solid, why would it, you know, I feel like he'd do it.
0: Yeah. Um, I really don't like the L.A. Times. Oh, here we go. This was their trending. This was their trending story today. Column the cereal box shows berries. There are no berries within. How is this legal? They have a picture of Kellogg's Special K fruit and yogurt, and it has berries next to the bowl. And they're like, "Oh, this there, there's no berries in the cereal. How is this legal? This is fucking trending. They're doing something that is there. They have access to Twitter or something. Who gives a flying fuck about this? You know what is they're this doing? Legal.
1: That's that's '80s stand-up comedy, is what that is.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they've got a. a you mean a, it's a, horrible? A retired,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, it's 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 hack? observational hack material.
0: Yeah. There's no Yo, berries yeah. in this. How is it legal? Go fuck yourself. And That's how is how this sounds. trending? It bothers me that they're putting out stuff like this and bothers me even more that it's fucking. Tr- how is that? How is that? I awful? don't even
2: know. It doesn't make sense. It's trending on
0: Twitter. Yeah. Who are the people that are like, hey, Tom, how was your weekend? How, is,
2: how is this trending but not small dong parade? I don't get it.
1: Right. Right. Thank you. Well, I guess the story wasn't big
0: enough.
2: <laughs> but, um...
0: shh. little clap for you, my friend. So, anyway, fuck the LA Times. Oh,
2: I had a good, that's what she said before, during dinner. And the waiter laughed so hard, I thought he was going to choke,
0: by the way. Thank you. You did it in a public restaurant? Yes. Nice. Well, what did he say? and then
2: He said... um,
0: yeah, what did the Applebee's waiter say? I'm curious. No,
2: <laughs> he said, "Here, I'm just going to put this on the side," and I said, "That's what she said." And he looked at me, and he's like, "Oh my!" And he starts hysterical laughing.
1: <laughs> to be fair, that barely makes sense, but I learned <laughs> even one of your best. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> Tell him to watch the show. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Matt Gaetz had a weird tweet today where he said Donald Trump is the best supply chain president God has ever created.
1: What? I can't, I can't <laughs> just, that's a weird tweet. thing. I love. I this really tweet.
0: can't. <laughs> I love this tweet for several reasons. First of all, the L.A. Times needs to get Matt Gates to write for them so they can finally pump out some interesting shit. Second of all, I love that God created the president. You know, <laughs> I just right. love that idea, and that He put this talent to handle supply chains. Um, I also love that supply chains, although a thing for a long time has not been a thing in the public, in, in the in the nomenclature, in the in the buzz, there's no heat, has not been a thing since the last month and a half. Nobody has ever said the fucking word supply. I was just gonna before, say, I ever. never
2: even heard of that really before, so right. what?
0: Exactly. Gets, uh, and this guy this? is like, you know who is great at the supply chain? <laughs> Let me tell you. Trump. <laughs> Ugh, we kid. never had these supply chain troubles when yeah. President Trump was around, I just love—I love everything
1: about this tweet. I can't with with him and the whole God created. The, he's the best president. To, oh God, I can't.
0: Yeah, which would basically lead to the thought of that the devil put President Biden in office Whoa. to fuck up the supply chain. That's what I think. By he's... process
1: of elimination, I mean you got. <laughs> That's what you do.
0: Um. What does that even mean? It doesn't mean anything. It does. <laughs> You're just hating on him because he's great at the supply chain. Oh, okay. That's, that's what it is. By the way, I don't think anybody really knows what the supply chain is or how to fucking fix it. I just don't think it's one of those things that we all just started doing stuff and shit kind of fell into place. And now that one thing's kind of come off the rails, it's right. fucking up 27 other things and nobody has a clue right. on how to fix it. And then they were trying to uh, blame Buttigieg like the last couple of weeks that because he was off on paternity leave and not doing his job. And it's like that guy can't fucking fucking fix it anyway. It doesn't. It's not going to matter. And the guy before him, whoever that was, they wouldn't have fixed it either. There's no fixing this shit. None whatsoever. Um, I watched four hours at the Capitol, Jay Sams, I don't assume that you took a break from Halloween features to watch this documentary. No. Okay. New documentary on HBO Max. I can't tell you how everybody should watch this fucking thing.
2: Is it good? What's it about? The Capitol. <laughs> January, six. January 6th.
0: No, actually, ironically, it's about a bunch of teens swimming in a lake up at a camp <laughs> and then a terrorist killer. Yeah, uh, no, it's about it's about January 6th. But I'm telling you, even as somebody now we partake in the news, we do the show so we got to do more work than the average bear do and i i watched a lot of videos that day i watched a lot of videos subsequently after that when stuff came out we talked about it a bit still there was like 27 things in this that i watched
2: really that you didn't I was, know
0: i was like holy shit i cannot believe this happened really? on that day it's insane because they took they basically got all the fo- – like when you look at the footage, you see everybody's walking around with their phones filming everything. They went around and got all this stuff. and Ooh, got,
2: that's, that's what I would like to see.
0: And got people to talk about their experience. And I honestly – you know, it's hard to feel bad for politicians. I felt more bad for their staffers because Ooh. when you were watching – and you're 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 seeing how the day kind of panned out for them it's 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 very eerily similar to nine eleven, where you're just like really? everything is normal no big deal and then all of a sudden the chaos d- the day changes way faster than you think the world has changed you don't know what's happening you can't communicate with anybody and it's like everything is different now
1: you're scrambling just to find yeah. which way to you don't know where to go
0: you don't know where to go now now honestly it worked out a little better for us january 6th and 9 11 we lost a lot more people on 9 11 than january 6th of course um and most people walked away from it okay but still you just don't and the ending is crazy like you just like some of the things that you heard and you're like oh, i don't know about this maybe the media blowing things out of proportion or whatever you watch this thing and it's like
2: All right maybe i'll have to watch that
0: then. it's unbelievable after halloween honestly i feel like everybody should watch it you really gotta watch it because it just gives you a sense of a lot of
1: uh is it on netflix hbo max hbo max Max.
0: yeah hbo max so i I can't encourage people enough to watch it maybe if frank and and jsa actually do watch it we'll do a full on uh on recap because i don't want to spoil anything for anybody but again like there are moments in there where you're you're just watching it with your mouth wide really? open, yeah, and it's just like, this is these are these are people being some people being amazing and some people just being the most horrible, you know that they could possibly be, and then everything in between.
2: Then I have to watch it.
0: Yeah, and what, but I'll, I'll give this one little nugget out. What's insane is how chaotic the day was where there was a breach on one side of the Capitol and people were already inside looting. And there was such a fight to keep people out on the other side and the two, they had no idea. Oh, really? Like they were like, we cannot let these people in the Capitol. Meanwhile, they were already in? They were already in. And they were already in. And how, and it's such a great study of human behavior where these people, and obviously people died and you see some of that, but you look at some of the, like these animals just breaking things and being savages. And then at the same time, just stopping in their tracks when they could have caused like serious right. harm. And my God, the cop, I can't tell you how many times I said to my wife, if I was that cop, I would have just pulled out my gun and started shooting. Like, really? Really? There's just no way, like the patience of these people, they were fucking saints. Like when you're just watching people throw shit at them, hit them with bats, hit them with their own shields, like just push them to the max. The ability that at one point this guy is getting so crushed. he is just screaming like a, oh. like a six-year-old kid because he cannot breathe. Like, I, 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 how he didn't come out of that and just start firing. Like, like there's a multiple reasons why I'm not a police officer.
1: It's unreal. Then you find, then you get people, out. then you get morons who look at it and go, oh, it's like any other, you know, tour of the Capitol. It was like a friendly, literally, people said that. People in the Senate, in Congress said it was just like a, you know, a tour. Like people walking through
0: like it was so peaceful it was it was bizarre there i will say there was there was that there's a time in the thing where i looked at my wife and i said why did they just stop there it's so you're at one point you're like these people are gonna kill these cops for no reason and then another Mm. point when they actually have a chance to cause and inflict some real damage they just flat out stopped and again, it's not, there was no organized, like you're talking about different individuals. They're not like on walkie talkies being like, should we kill this one? Should we right. do that? Should we go this way? Should we? There was none of that. It was a mob. It was just, and and it was just utter chaos. Like this was like what chaos really is, where just things, nothing, nothing makes sense. There's no patterns. There's no, there's no nothing. And you think you know things. Like I remember watching a video where the police literally like let the protesters in and I was like, what the, what the hell? And then you watch this and you're like, Oh, now I understand why this happened here. And this didn't happen there.
2: Mm, Okay.
0: I'm telling you, it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You get a whole new perspective of this event, which is really crazy because I feel like when nine 11 happened, we, we were just all consumed by it for like the two weeks prior. And we, And even the month and the year after when things would come out we just watched everything this was so different and because we're in such divided times you can't really get the full story on things the 24-hour cycle twitter it's all just kind of strange you just miss so much but when you sit down and watch this you get a whole picture that day and you're like this is fucking crazy
1: now who who put this together who's
0: I don't know the name of the young uh, the young gentleman or produ- production team, but it was definitely the the director was a James something or other. All right. Um, yeah, I gotta watch it. Four hours at the Capitol. Yeah, and you know they they the people that talk like obviously Congress and the Senate, you know they you get their perspective in the Capitol Police, but you also have the people that charge the cap. You also have the people that were in the building that were part of all of this. You know, there's some of those people that are in it and that they speak in it and you know mm-hmm. and this this one guy was just so so fucking infuriating okay but you know what here's the thing and again this is not a, a critique of of trump but you watch this thing and you're i'm like amazed like amazed by the utter blind love and adoration some of these people had for that man so much to the point where you had people doing horrific things that literally, when he put out that tweet of like everybody should go home, like they were li- like bashing a police officer's f- like head. And then the next moment, they're like, Oh, President Trump says we should go home. And then they were like, All right, let's go. And what? you're like, Wow, how does one person garner like this again? It's like. Go ahead. I was gonna say this is not a political statement, but nobody should have such blind loyalty to anybody else.
2: Well, I was gonna say, like, cult leaders,
0: it's yeah, it man, exactly Charles Manson,
2: like, 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 you know, that's I, what it is. I just don't see, like, personally, how like people can just uh, listen to another person no matter what. I didn't, not even Trump, anyone. I'm just saying, in general, like.
0: How people just fall. It's not even falling in love. It's like infatuated. Like, okay, this I'm I always get flack for saying this, but I feel like it's true. Kennedy was the same way. People had this blind love for Kennedy. And when you Mm -hmm. look at Kennedy, his presidency just does not match that level of adoration. Like. He he handled the Bay of Pig. uh, He handled the uh, the blockade and everything extraordinarily well, the Cuban Missile Crisis. He got us out of. But he also made like three or four really key big mistakes that put us into that situation to begin with. And people don't like to remember that because he was the first Catholic president and he was really good looking and everybody loved uh, Jackie. Yeah, Ke- I you know. It. yeah, everybody loved Jackie. And then he died and then he tragically is assassinated. So, you know, you just have this mythical character that arises from from his presidency. But when you look at his presidency, again, he's got some good and some bad, but he really made a lot of mistakes early on and people who just are again, not partisan, just study politics and history. will say he kind of, he got off to a rough start, especially in his presidency, but people just fucking love that guy and treated him like, and you know what? I've heard people talk about Cuomo the
2: same way. So it's just, it's just so weird. It's just like they're politics. I don't yeah. understand
1: the devotion. It's like
2: just it's a per not even I mean to anyone really. I mean yeah.
1: you know, it's just amazing. They say jump and you yeah, you had never met this person, you know, nothing. You, you they could be, you know, they, they just came on the scene, they've been alive for 70 years, and now they come out of nowhere and go and start telling you what to do, and you're just gonna listen. <clears throat> I, I don't get it. It's just he's just a man, just a person.
0: It's crazy. Uh Jamie Roberts directed it. I don't know why I thought it was James. So Jamie Roberts. So it could be a girl, a a boy, a guy or a guy. guy.
1: Right. So we're in.
0: I'll watch it. Yeah, honestly, I can't. It's an hour and a half, and it is just, it's utterly, utterly captivating. And again, the way it's been perceived in the media subsequently. Fucking crazy. Yeah, yep, it's fucking
2: I don't really have much time left so go ahead. Only cuz I'm fading fast.
0: Okay, I'm going I'm going to rush through cuz I got a couple that I really want I you
2: to I could leave. Do me.
0: Hmm?
2: What? <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, do me." I mean, do the one you want me to do and then I could leave.
0: All right, let's Do you want to do the Rutgers president? I I don't know. Now I feel like whatever. I'm not really in the mood for this. Professor, story. professor. Whatever you
1: want, don't matter.
0: When I say president? You did you with us?
1: Hmm. Yeah, me?
0: let me let me get to the part here. Okay, she <laughs> says, "Why don't we why don't we plug our Star Legacy since this is it for October there, JSABS. Tell the people how they can donate to help Star Legacy Foundation."
2: Link in description. All you need to do is click on and donate whatever amount you'd like to give on Givebutter website and All proceeds go to Star Legacy Foundation, which is a stillbirth foundation for advocacy, research, um, prevention of stillbirth.
1: Very nice, worthy cause to be sure. And all the information you need is at that link. Is on the other side of that link. Um,
0: All right, so I'm going to play this. There's a a professor at Rutgers called Brittany Cooper, and uh, this comes from the rooted. Or let me see here. The Root Podcast. And um, her name is uh, Brittany Cooper. There she is for everybody. Whoops. Nope. God, I almost got caught watching my own channel. Now I clicked on one of our shows. Look, it's all spiraling uh, out of control.
1: Narcissistic bastard. There she is right there. Got her. Okay?
0: Yeah. And she just, like, ran through all this crazy stuff. I'm trying to get...
1: So she said something crazy.
0: Yeah.
1: All right, I'd switch the uh, the banner back to that then.
0: Okay. Yeah. Side of the notion that this is going to be
3: our existential struggle. All things that begin end. White folks are not infinite and mm-hmm. eternal. Right? They ain't gonna go on for infinity and infinity. And that's super important to remember that white colonialism and imperialism has a beginning. And in my way of thinking about the world, that means it has an end. And so part of what we are trying to do is to imagine what it, what are the steps that we must take to get to the other side of this very inconvenient, you know, epochal interruption of like black and indigenous world making. I mean, does that give people comfort on a day to day when you like just having to deal with white folks and the the travesties that they create and the sense that they want to destroy the planet? Nah. There is a world beyond even our sojourn on the earth, and so whiteness is gonna have an end date because it it is not, despite what white people think of themselves, they do not defy the laws of eternity. Right, their projects are not so sophisticated that the natural laws of physics change for them. And when we sort of humble them in the mm-hmm. in humble our own understandings of whiteness, it seems like the biggest giant that we face. But in the end, right, it is what I like to say is, you know, black folks were out here for centuries and centuries and millennia.
0: And she, wait, there's this, there's there's this this one particular part that I I want you to hear. Oh, here.
3: The thing I want to say to you is we got to take these motherfuckers out. But I know, but like, we can't say that, right? We can't say, like, I don't believe you in just said project it. of violence. I truly don't. Because I think in the end that our souls suffer from that. And I do think that some of this is a spiritual condition. So here is where I land most days about white people.
0: Don't you want to hear what you um, have I
3: actually have been helping this by thinking about indigenous people, right? See, part of the challenge of, around whiteness is that it... It's totally skews our view of everything. Right. I gave this like Ted talk about this some years back. And one of the reasons I was trying to think about it is like the the world didn't start when white people arrived in America. And-
0: so she goes on from there. I, I saw some of this before, too. Yeah. Uh, pretty outrageous. I, I, I to to her defense, when you just put the headline in, we got to get rid of these motherfuckers excuse it to sound a little worse than what she's actually saying. I
2: think she's, except she actually said that (laughs) it's like she said it,
0: but she did back to her credit. She did back it up with, and not in a violent way, (laughs) which I could appreciate. Um, I was
1: willing to, to, to devil's advocate and benefit of the doubt up until that sentence. Yeah. Like I was willing to say, all right, I think what she's trying to get across is white, dominated society like businesses and yeah i i kind of i know i know what she's saying there but then when she said you gotta get rid of these motherfuckers that, that was a little you
0: know, <laughs> it's a lot it that was That's... that was yeah that was a lot big old scoop of a lot right there yeah. is what that is I'm going to get rid of
1: anybody. Don't get rid
0: of anybody. Listen, I can appreciate, you know, obviously, you know, as a black person, there's there's, <laughs> had a struggle. Oh, I, I think you
2: were saying you as a black person. No, yeah, it like, came out black. weird.
0: No, I'm sorry if that came out weird. You were like, as, I could appreciate as a black person. that, uh, But if I could say something that I find particularly offensive and have for the longest time, and I'm not trying to put my little plight here against the plight of African-Americans, but the whole white people thing, like...
1: She is generalizing.
0: Yeah, and so I—it's funny. I grew up as an Italian American kid, right? That's what I was—I was taught. Like I was an Italian American. Like you're—you're you're Italian descent. And you're like an American. I never, like nobody ever told me. I don't know about you guys, but nobody when like my parents were raising me, they were like, "Oh, you're white," like, Aunt you're white." Like nobody ever said well, those words to me.
1: You, they don't have to. The the the, uh, the conversation comes most times. I think, from what I understand, in households uh people uh, the black community they have to have the conversation well you got you know there's different you know the minority households i think have conversations with their kids every now and then it happens where listen the world is a little different
0: which i could totally understand yeah i got room for that
1: so that's part of the privilege of of being you don't have to have that conversation
0: right but my I. Totally, I don't disagree with anything you just said. My thing comes from, like when I first started hearing white and seeing white from like school applications and job applications where I would be, and totally naively, I literally said this to my mother, in high school, I was like, they don't have an Italian oh my God. box. I'm like, and she's That's like- That's what she said.
2: <laughs> and your mother was like, no, they don't, but I do. <laughs>
0: oh and she's like what do you mean and i'm like i don't know what to uh, i'm like white i guess she's like yeah you put white and i was like oh okay i i I didn't know this idea of like me and some guy in fucking mississippi who happens to be like are categorized in the same breath kind of offensive to me like i kind of take an exception to that like what is what is me and some some dickhead in england have to do with each other like i that's not me i don't like there's a lot of us being grouped together and i'm sure listen african americans uh jamaican americans Barbados, you know whatever it you know you know whatever it is i'm sure they don't feel this I, i i would even say africans they have tons of different parts of africa they probably don't love the whole grouping together thing either but it just feels weird to me that like me and like i said billy bob and fucking you know north dakota like we're considered of the same ilk it just doesn't well, i don't know Same th- strange i know
2: what you i know what you're trying to say like you could sit like it's like white but there's so many different kinds of white
0: yeah and you know i'm what not, I mean? like yeah and i I'm know not, i know what you're saying i'm not saying that minorities haven't had obstacles to overcome they have But this idea of like, we're all, there's a lot of bad actors and bad apples in the white community, I totally get that. But that like, we're all like this whole like, we gotta get rid of the white people because they're fucking everything up while they're in charge, I think is a funny premise. But on the root of it, it's kind of like, it's not like me and, you know, people from North Dakota and Greece and, you know, Iceland are getting together going, okay, guys, uh, how are we going to run the world today? Like, nobody right. fucking gave, you know, nobody's given me a fucking break on some of this stuff. Do you know what I mean? And it's not like I'm part of this grand conspiracy. It just feels weird to me. It feels like this huge generalization of, like, there you go, white guy. And it's like, I again, an English person, well, a Nordic person, right. you know, an Alaskan. Like, I have... Le- I have more in common with minorities than I do with somebody from fucking Minnesota. Like, I just, you know.
2: And what about my dad? Does that make sense? Before you go, like, does it like- Yes, it does.
0: As New Yorkers, like, I feel like I have more in common with New Yorkers from different backgrounds. I feel like we're more similar growing Mm -hmm. up in this area, talking the same, eating the same kind of foods, all that kind of stuff. Then, like I said, somebody in fucking yep. like New Mexico or Texas or something like that. Does that right. make
1: sense? It does. Now, I think that whole question shouldn't even be on any. Of, what it, if it doesn't matter? Why are you asking? Why is it on there? They'll say uh, those
2: for se- they'll say for census purpose only. Well,
1: on well, the I'm census, even... I, can, I understand. If you want to do the census? Do the census. Yeah, maybe that. Well, because they have to. If you're applying for a job.
0: They have to show that they're not discriminating. So you got to ask because you don't want to discriminate. But Janine was going to bring up a good thing about her dad, which which I didn't want to interrupt because I have no idea what background that man is. I just I I don't know. (laughs) It's Norwegian or Russian or Cuban. I have no fucking idea what your father.
2: Well, here's the thing. So because he was born in Argentina, people say he's Argentinian. So, do you base what you are from where you're born or what your heritage is and what your family's from? because his his father was Belarusian and his and his mother was Ukrainian, and then he was born in Argentina and stayed there for twelve years and came here and only spoke Spanish. So what do you say then
0: on on that point? <laughs> I'm being serious. That explains the accent, first of all. And second right. of all, I love the point. That's a great point. Like, what is it's it? whatever, it's wherever what you're, you're born with
1: whatever descent, mm-hmm. like I'm an American with Italian descent.
0: So, but he's an Argentinian with Russian, Ukrainian descent, <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly but so. also yeah. American,
0: where, American. No, not, he's not a American. citizen. Of, if he's a citizen, well, he's, he's American. Yeah, but is he a citizen? Because I'm going to call the authorities on him. Right I don't know now. about that. Yeah, I'll have to check his papers.
2: I'm like, do you know who the president is? And he's like, um, wait, go Brandon. Wait, what's the slogan?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I had to look up. You want to know how chief Wait, I what am? is it? Let's go Brandon.
2: Let's go. He's like, let's go Brandon. I'm I, like,
0: okay. I don't know what that is. Okay, do you not know what let's go Brandon is? No. I didn't know either. So when they were interviewing this NASCAR driver, Brandon, whatever the fuck, you know, um, the crowd started chanting, fuck Joe Biden. And so he paused for a second. I don't know if he paused to look at the crowd or let them get the word out or if he just took a second to, to talk, but it audibly went out as fuck Joe Biden. And then the person that was interviewing him or the NASCAR reporter, whoever it was, was like, oh, the Let's Go Brandon chants are so loud. And then she went into her next question. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> All right, sorry, that's it's the best thing. So now it's Let's Go Brandon thing. has become code for Fuck Joe Biden. That's kind of funny. It is kind of hysterical. And I saw a great meme how somebody, you know how they have those like fake letters and like Target? Yes. Or like those little letters. Somebody they did that. <laughs> Let's
2: Go
0: Brandon.
2: I'm definitely going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my phone's going to die.
0: All right, I got a quick, quick ones. Ready? What would you do as we wrap up the show with JSABs here? This was trending on Twitter. Bridget Not Walls is her name. Okay. My son bought a book at the Goodwill store for 50 cents. When he got home, he discovered $500 tucked into the pages. Of course, he's excited and wants to keep it. Keep it. He, he's 30. I have no say. What would you do? Was the question keep from it. Bridget. Keep it.
1: I would... S- I would ask. I would legitimately ask the store. Do you know who gave you this book? Did do you know who dropped it off? How much? If they say no, Janine. If they say no,
0: I cannot stand him.
2: I I know. I can't stand me because
1: you know what? He's lying.
0: Because it would it would kill me. It would the guilt would get to me. That would kill you.
1: The guilt. I would have a little bit of guilt. I'd be like, well, this is someone put this here.
0: Let's
2: go,
1: Brandon.
0: Finders (laughs) keepers. What uh, happened to is it find a it
1: so if you find if you find a suitcase. With uh, $100,000 in it, you just could take it home and keep it. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: What was the question?
2: OK, Yeah. just know. keep it. Just keep it. Find keepers,
1: a briefcase uh, in the park bench. <sighs> losers, You just take rumors. it and keep it.
0: No. OK, yeah, here's, gonna... what, here's what I think. <laughs> One of my opinion, if you find a wallet,
1: hmm
0: it's a different story because if you have the ability to track down the person that that's different, you know, because then, then there's a guilt factor. If you can get money back to somebody, I I believe you should return that money back to them. If You find a suitcase and there's an address on it. That would be tough. But like, again, if you, if you stumble across money on the floor or you buy a jacket at a garage sale and then there's like a hundred dollars in the pocket, like,
1: and there's no way to get, that to figure out who sold you that thing at a garage sale, you go back to the address that you bought the fr- friggin' thing from. Well, all right, so You guys sold me this example. jacket.
0: That was a bad example.
1: But if you are at right, a Goodwill store, you got to imagine it was donated by someone. You're not going to you know, know exactly maybe who it is in all situations. If that's the case, maybe a Goodwill person put it in there thinking that someone who gets a book from Goodwill is going to be less than fortunate uh, monetarily. So maybe that person meant for someone to find this book with five hundred dollars in it because it was like a, I'm donating this to someone who who needs.
0: Let me let me update my example. A thrift store. You buy a jacket from a thrift store and it's got five hundred dollars in it. Yeah, yeah, you you keep keep it.
1: it? Absolutely. Thrift stores might be a little different because I think thrift store. Well, I don't know because sometimes, you know, like someone passes away, their stuff gets donated. It could be like. You know, uh, I don't know. It Could be what, money if I, that what could about what about gone to the family?
2: If it's Metallica, memorabilia.
1: Mm. Oh, then I keep it.
2: Yeah, I know you would.
1: <laughs> yeah, you would. Liar. Yeah, I, like,
2: I'd keep it, on it and I'd jizz on it. What?
0: I saw. It reminds me of like what's that show where they sell the the lockers, the storage lockers, Storage Wars. Yeah, it's like that. You're like you're. It's a gamble. Like. You're selling something that could be potentially worth shit, and you're taking a thousand dollars from these people.
1: Well, that's stuff that's, um, I guess I mean, it's stuff that's given up completely. I mean, yeah, maybe if it's a Goodwill store, I doubt very much that the owner of the store, or whoever runs it, knows that that 500 bucks is in there. Um, I gotta imagine it came from whoever donated the book.
0: Um, I saw, a thing, I saw a thing where a couple of guys bought an ATM machine, an old ATM machine. And the guy who sold it to them was like, I forgot how much he charged for it, but he's like, this is what I'm charging. You know, you could crack it open and get the money out of it. He's like, there's some money in there. I just don't know how much. Now, there could have been no money in there. They could have been scamming him, you know? And if they spent, I think they bought it for 200 bucks and they wound up clearing like three grand or something crazy like that. The guy could have opened it up himself. Like, do you think they have this obligation to be like, we only paid you 200. There was three grand in here. You know, they're not going to bring the money back.
1: So if I gave you a jacket that I no longer wear, but you want, and you like, and I give it to you and you find 500 bucks in it, you're not giving it back to me. This is your 500 bucks now.
0: It's different. I know you.
1: It's that's different. I don't know. I mean, if there again, you said, if there's a way you can contact the person, do you?
0: Well, it's like, it's like, but it's also like, well, see a wallet, I feel is a different story because that's credit cards and money. And if their address is right there, you can stick it in an envelope and send it right back to them.
1: Well, I think the general rule with found money is you got to post some kind of thing, right? You got to post a, uh, this was found. Can you claim it kind of thing?
0: Do you? Then again,
1: how do you know? Like if you find, you know, a thousand bucks somewhere, you know, amount of money found, exact mm-hmm. amount, you know, tell me exactly what you, I don't know. I think there's, you have to post like flyers or
0: something. But it's also like antiques roadshow or pawn, the pawn shop shows where it's like, oh, I bought this set of garage sale for 50 cents. How much is it worth? And like, oh, this is worth a half a million dollars. You're like, oh shit. Like, are they going to go back and, and give that money to the garage sale? No, because you bought it, you own it. Yeah. He bought the book. He owns the book. There's 500 bucks in the book. He bought the $500 too. I rest my case. Thanks. I don't friend. know. No, I don't know. Because you they bought was... the book. You didn't buy
1: the $500. I don't know. I don't know how that works.
0: I'm sad that we lost j for this because I feel like she could have contributed to this story. But it makes
1: sense. I know. I hear what you're saying. I get your side. I, I do. It
0: so man's fingernails. Let's talk about this quickly. Okay. I had this thought today. Now I had my Jumpstart coffee early this morning because I had a big, long day. Usually, my jumpstart coffee comes around two or three o'clock. That's when mm. daddy needs his go juice. Um, I knew I was going to have a long day, so I made my thermos up. By the way, it's not a thermos. I don't know what they call it now. Isn't thermos a funny word? You're a funny word. Thermos. Anyway, I made my coffee up. I go, I had to travel pretty far, actually, almost to where you were, where you live. And, um, I, so I killed my jumpstart coffee right away. Cause I was subsequently on like th- four hours of sleep last night. Did not get a lot of sleep. So it was around like three o'clock and I'm hitting my like lull for the day. So I'm like, I got to go get some coffee. So I go to this local coffee shop where, where I was doing this podcast consultation. And, um, I order my coffee and the guy behind the counter has his nails painted. Okay. You know like like painted like you know nicely painted manicured mm-hmm. would you say sure yeah and i looked at that and i was like i couldn't help but think like i just became fascinated by it and fixated on these painted nails okay and i started thinking about it and i was like you know men are painting their nails a lot more lately like straight men gay men transgender like you just like name it like emo guys like guys in bands like Mm -hmm. um even like catchers in baseball are like painting their nails like white so that the pitchers, like when they put it in there between their legs and it's dark the pitchers can see what it is and so i don't know if this guy was gay or transgender it doesn't even matter but i started to think to myself like would i ever paint my nails okay and then i started to think about If I was, this made me laugh so hard. You got to let me get through this. If I was transgender or if I was gay or whatever it was, if I was transitioning, whatever you want to call it, would I paint my nails? And I started laughing hysterically because I feel like my laziness would prevent me from being a good transgender person. Like this idea of like like so all if you're my
1: transitioning life, to be a woman.
0: If I was transitioning to be a woman, I think I'd be a huge failure of it. Based- yeah, you'd have
1: to shave your beard, probably. <laughs> that's step one for you, and I don't think you're passing that step. <laughs> so that's the end of that.
0: I just started having this vision of like I would be the worst. Like, because when growing up, like my mom, my cousins, my aunts, everybody, like they always complained about being a woman, you know, the high heels and the makeup and the, the nails and the maintenance and all this stuff. And I started thinking about it and I was like, I would probably, if that was who I was, like, if I came to the res, the revelation of like, oh my God, I'm a woman and I got to start acting like, or or I, I wanted, I'm more comfortable being a woman. I still think my laziness would so get in the way that I would be such an embarrassment to the trans community that they would be mad at me, that they would be upset with me and they would they would kick me out. <laughs> well, it depends on how lazy you are. Cause... Well, you know me, how lazy am I? I happen to yeah. be a very high functioning lazy.
1: Because there's a bunch of things I'm sure that goes along with transitioning. Taking a pill every day, uh, right? Would you do that?
0: Well, that's my point. Like, would you be not
1: lazy enough to do that?
0: On the transitioning scale, where you're kind of like, I'm think I'm going to put a dress on and see. Like, to where I guess at the end of that scale, you would say, let's turn that penis into a vagina, right? That's on this side of the scale, which Mm -hmm. doesn't. It's not a requirement. Don't Dave Chappelle me, people. Not a requirement, but let's say that's on this side of the scale, and let's say the beginning is. Just start wearing women's clothing, taking care of your nails, put on high heels, that kind of thing. I don't even know if I would get past this. You would part wear the clothes. It.
1: You'd probably, I mean, wearing the clothes is just changing your wardrobe.
0: Yeah, I think I could get, I think that would be the thing, but I, I just I I then started having this vision of my in my head of like transgender women coming out to me going, Listen, um, we've we've been talking and you're just not <laughs> <laughs>
1: We would say we appreciate the effort, but what effort? Right. Yeah, there's you there's nothing the
0: about you, Anthony, that says I'm committed to this. Because <laughs> to be fair,
1: being a man, <laughs> there's very
0: little to do. There's not. We have look at look at look. You get a haircut
1: and you I, shave your face. I haven't it.
0: shaved in a month. There's and not it's not a perfect, lot to do. There's but perfectly...
1: you got, There, there are all there are women. I'm sure trans women who are very natural they don't wear makeup. Sure. sure, they just grow their hair and that's. Sure, that. yeah, you could you could do that. I would be all the worst natural
0: transgender sh- woman, though. I would be like they would. I like I feel like again, like like if I went to the the trans rights thing, they'd be like, "What do you?" Thanks for the support and all of it. Be like, no, I'm trans. I feel like transgender people would roll their eyes at me, going, "Honestly, we can't," you know. Can't have you. <laughs> hey, just you could be
1: trans and not look uh, extraordinarily feminine.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: So you could pull that off. I think you
0: think that's okay. I feel like I feel like, especially I feel like you know, being trans is, you know, it's it's work. Like it's like sure. when you make that when you have that. Okay, this is who I am, and you got to make that you know, you got to dedicate yourself to, you know, to that. I don't, I don't have that.
1: Yeah. I mean, the very few trans women that I've ever seen uh, looks like they, you know, put on the makeup, the, you know, the outfit, you know, they go the whole, yeah. But yeah, I mean, then again, who knows? Maybe I've met a trans woman who, looks very masculine you never know it, it, i'm sure all shapes and sizes and all no makeup lots of makeup there's all different i,
0: I, I just you, know, I, you could
1: pull it off if, if that's who you are but you are a woman who you know just come as you are kind of you know that's okay I,
0: I just couldn't help but laugh at i'm so lazy it oh would, yeah
1: no one's doubting that
0: it would it
1: would prevent well, let me ask you this. You go to get haircuts what, once every couple of months?
0: Once, yeah, once every 3 weeks maybe, once a month.
1: So you, I think there're I'm not 100% on this, but I think the same place you go to get you would just go to a different place to get your hair cut and in that same place they would do your nails and your Yeah. Maybe yeah, even like, your makeup.
0: I feel like I would be, you know, uh, you know, I would I would do it, you know, but it's just, You wouldn't do it
1: yourself. You'd have other people do it. Like you wouldn't paint your own nails, I'm sure. Yeah, you'd yeah, but, get it
0: done. but there's something about and I'm talking about traditional woman versus traditional man mm-hmm. in a transgender sense. So like if you're if you were born with traditional female parts mm-hmm. and you wanted a trans into a man, right? Yeah. I feel like you're transitioning into an easier existence. There's nothing offensive about that. Like you're here you're in i don't have to shave territory and i i could just wear you know i, I wear the fuck i want like it doesn't really like like oh i think that's i mean you yeah you're men men traditional don't men don't have a lot to do trans or not right exactly that's the old jerry seinfeld that's why we're in tuxedos like it's just yeah, it's just that's and we're very low thing. maintenance do you take this man because it doesn't you can plug anybody in there just move, move them over that. yeah it's very
1: yeah men are are, are very
0: yeah
1: tradition you know cis men are very uh, uh low maintenance not a lot of work to do bro men
0: what you said cis men it's bro men what does that mean i'm just fucking around with you. Cis okay bro. very good get it? oh i get it <laughs>
1: c-i-s men <laughs> Um, is that how
0: you spell it, cis? C I S? Pretty sure. Oh, see, I would be. See, I would be awful. I would yeah. be so bad. They'd be like, "We can't. We just can't have you." So board. to be,
1: yeah, cis male is very. You don't have to do much. Comb your hair, you shave every now and then, maybe if not even hair. that. How many throw times on do you deodorant?
0: fucking comb your hair?
1: I um, once a week. That's very short, so I don't really need to comb it. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> missing, it's not missing. It's just nope. short.
0: If you want to wear a dress and makeup and high heels, whatever you are. and That's a lot you, of work. That's, that's true. a fucking lot of work. That's not for the faint of heart. You got to. Yeah. I mean,
1: if that's what you want to do, if you want to go you know, into the makeup,
0: you, once you start
1: doing makeup, that's probably that's going
0: to take yeah. you some time. You gotta, like, all right, We got to wrap this up. But like, you know, I, I hope this is not a derogatory term, but it's been thrown around forever. But you, you, know, when you're referring to lesbians, sometimes they'll refer to a lesbian as like a butch lesbian. You know what Mm. I mean? Like who kind of, you know, maybe shorter hair, you know, more. I'm not
1: sure how that if that term is. I don't
0: know. Like, is there a butch transgender woman? Like, could I would I be able Because then I started thinking about, like, how could I how could I stay in the club if this is what I wanted to be?
1: Can you pull it off the way you look now? I don't know.
0: Yeah, because again, I feel like I would be a huge... Maybe I'm watching too much Larry David. I don't know. But I feel like I'd be a huge embarrassment so much to the point where they would be like... You know, kind of like Groucho Marx. I don't want to be a part of any club that would have club, me. Have me
1: as a member, yeah.
0: Like, they would be like, look, we can't have you on our team. We, you you're just, bringing like, us all down Enough. You're dragging the average. We're out here trying to fight for our rights and whatever, and you're fucking walking around the way you The way are. you you schlub bastard. <laughs> that, that a culture of people whose sole existence is based around accept you as you are, I would be so bad at it that those people would look at me and go,
1: we can't accept you. We can't accept. <laughs> We're not accepting new members at this time. <laughs>
0: that's just what yeah. I thought. All from this guy's painted fingernails. I just went down this entire. Wow, that's to, insane. To be fair, I did wait like six and a half minutes for the coffee, so this was all happening during this time frame. That's Is there anything I you waiting. want to tell us, or no, no, no? I'm just saying. Like I was thinking about it, and I was it's like, fine. I just thought if that's and maybe if that's how I really felt, I would totally. F- feel different and have to put in that effort but knowing what i know about myself i just i feel like i would just be horrific about it and i, and I feel like my my new trans friends would be like hey do you want to get up and, and get dressed and go out and you know and i'd be i'd just be like i don't know that sounds like a lot of shit." i'm sure there
1: are hey listen i'm sure there are lazy people in every community so you're not you're gonna be fine you'd fit in You'd be all right
0: and then i started thinking about like when i was younger like remember when we were younger we'd go out at 10 o'clock at night where you'd start drinking <sighs> at 10 o'clock to leave the house at midnight to get to the place <sighs> at like one o'clock in the morning forget that crap and the idea of that now is horrible like i started thinking would i be into it then and then just sputter out and just be like i'm gonna be here in my sweatpants no
1: you'd be however you are, old you are now trans so it's not like you You know, you'd suddenly turn into a 21-year-old trans. You know, you'd be you.
0: Right. But that's what I was in my head. I'm thinking, would I have been a great trans at 21? And now I know I would be just a lazy stay-at-home trans. Like, people are like, hey, let's let's wear a dress and go out. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to just be in my sweatpants. You'd be whoever
1: you are right now, trans. So you'd be lazy. Yeah. You'd be uh, very nonchalant, come as you are t-shirt wear but maybe you'd wear a dress who knows
0: i feel like i'm letting down straight men right now as a group so why would would trans me be any different no i mean i i
1: expect nothing more or less from you (laughs) whatever you want to wear whatever you want to do i'd be very shocked if you did if you took time if you took time and threw on makeup and did you know i'd be shocked simply uh, because of the effort it takes I'd be amazed that you would put in that much effort into your life. Yeah. Like, like that's, that would be the big surprise. Not that you were transitioning. That wouldn't surprise me. Right. What surprised me is the level of commitment that you would need to do that.
0: See, you're new. Thank you. You're speaking to my, you know, you know. I'd
1: be more shocked at that than you actually transitioning. Right. If I
0: I said, Frank, I'm I'm transitioning, you'd be like, okay. Like, yeah. If I showed up like to the nines looking like dynamite. No.
1: Well, how did this happen?
0: You'd be floored, yeah. Yeah, I, I, wouldn't,
1: yeah. I wouldn't be able to comprehend that.
0: You I know, wonder if there's... I, I would love to speak to somebody who's transitioning from traditional male to female and wonder if they feel the same way, of like, they want to be female, but the idea of all that, that work, time, effort, the getting well, ready in the morning, the blush and the mascara and...
1: Well, that's the thing. You transition to the female that you see yourself as if that female is to the nines dressed up you know yeah head to toe then that's what you are but if that female is a very casual not so much stuff then that's who you are too
0: but think about it from a, like uh when we go out to an occasion now like the huh. idea of wearing a suit to an occasion so are
1: pains in the asses i can't with suits i, I like them wear- they look good but it's just so uncomfortable in whatever i can't
0: yeah if i can't wear a college shirt like i just wanna you know i just wanna be
1: why can't we all just we're all uncomfortable can't we all just look at each other and go can we Can we stop this can we just can i wear sweatpants we're all in the same boat yeah we're not happy with what we're wearing let's all just t-shirt and jeans it yeah why are we all i mean i get that it's a special occasion and you know food's expensive but we all just want to be comfortable at the end of the day <laughs> it's Expensive. It's <laughs> I, that means I got to wear a tie and a tuxedo and get the hell
0: out of here. Yeah. Why we don't we have the balls, you or I, to host a party, like an anniversary party or birthday party. We don't have the balls to put it in a classy restaurant and encourage everybody to show. I, like I, We couldn't do it. Even if no, we just
1: because of the restaurant, we wouldn't, be, we wouldn't even, do it because we wouldn't want
0: to. Even if, Let's say private room, who cares? Even if you got to I the point where you sent out the invitation And it said on it, please wear jogging pants and sweats. Please come comfortably. I still think everybody would feel so uncomfortable that they would come. Like, I remember my mother got invited to a wedding one time, and it was like, please, no gifts. We don't need gifts. We just want to celebrate. Please, absolutely no gifts. Every fucking guest at the party showed up with an envelope because they just were like, I I don't. How do I know?
1: It's not a gift. It's money. Yeah. I think they meant... Maybe they meant
0: no. No, they meant nothing. They meant no. Nothing. No, but people probably read it right, as right. don't get, bring an it.
1: actual physical gift. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But money is a different thing.
0: Uh, I don't know if we could pull off a real nice restaurant. And hey, the sixty of you, please come and let's See, in. Let's be and the
1: only thing you'd have to make that the theme, like they have you have theme parties. This yeah. theme, and you make the invitation look very casual. And you, this is the dress code. We're yeah. you know, you have to dress in t-shirt jeans or t-shirt and sweats that's the party if you say eh, come as you are everybody will dress up a little bit
0: my wife and i had the idea because we got a lot of stuff coming up for the kids so there's going to be you know communions and all this <laughs> shit and I fun had. but my wife and i had this idea of wouldn't it be awesome to throw like an 80s vfw shotgun wedding themed part because we were in the we were actually in the firehouse hmm. and they have like one of those rooms where you could tell there's somebody's had like a sure. thing in there and there's like the kitchen, you know, cause okay. they have like events and stuff. And I was like, wouldn't it be fun to just, instead of going to the fancy restaurant, to just like totally do it up with that stupid shit that you buy and you fan out and open up, you know, like little, like that, th- whatever you call that thing. Paper. Oh, I don't what know how they okay. called. Yeah. And then, like you take the the big the the rib the big long crate paper, Prey paper, and you twist it up and you're like just total eighty style, like you know trays of food. I'm like that. I feel like that would be so much fun. And I said I would even spend the same amount of money on food. Like I don't care if there's lobster rolls in those trays. Just this theme of like uh folded tables and and really bad folding chairs and you know the wood floor and like the shitty dj and the poor lights and i was like that would be so much fucking fun and she's like that really would be fun and i was like we'll never do it because we'd be too afraid of people like judging us being like oh this is their this is what they're doing like what do they you know no, i think if you like, have money troubles present or, it know, that way you, I don't. Even, I don't think you could present it. I don't think you could present it any way that it would work. I don't think like to like our idea was so pure and so innocent of like this would be so much fun to just turn turn this. We're all going to super nice parties. You, you know, your niece's well, you saying the other it? day was nice, and we we're all try, like we're all doing this nonstop. Wouldn't it be fun to go back to what it was like when we were going to. Such and such as confirmation, you know, in eighty yeah. nine when it was at the, the fucking wood paneling everywhere, the wood
1: paneling, yeah, yeah, the basketball hoops lifted up.
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
1: that's the way. It ch- and, you know, you could get away with that, and you could just tell people, "This is what we're doing." Like you just explained to me, if you vi- if you have like fifty people at this thing or thirty people, you just take a few of them aside and say, oh, "We're having this kind of party because we think it would be fun."
0: I still think people would think, "Oh my God, they're having money trouble." They're yeah, they're no, they're no doing that
1: you know how you make up you do a nice favor at the end see we're not you know
0: well that's because that's what i started saying to my wife like could we could we put could we serve filet mignon and and you know like lobster yeah. or do a huge lobster bake or something and you I think you know. get away with
1: it i would have, everybody would have a ball at that thing
0: don't you think they would have fun and i even thought like you like let's wear jack like even just like roll up the jacket sleeves and that kind of shtick or what i know we would tell people what to wear but like we you know we could totally, you know, guss it up and do that whole shtick. I think mean, mm. that would be fucking fun as hell. I don't see why not. We don't, don't have know. parties
1: like that anymore. There's nothing like that. It's either fancy-ass wedding or something, or yeah. it's a barbecue in a backyard.
0: I wonder if people are still having those kinds of parties in other parts of the country. I'm sure they are. I, 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 feel, I feel, feel like, like this is a do. New York thing. Like, we have such restaurants and yeah, Every restaurant true. has a room, so like the the idea of like a VFW style thing, I I just I don't know. I think they have those. Yeah, they
1: they're I mean, happening in other states and other countries. That that we're just I feel like New York. With you're right, with all the stuff that the, the places we got, it, it's a lot easier to just have it in a, a a different kind of place.
0: Like the last time I went to a party like that, I feel like I was in the eighth grade, and it was. Uh, a 40th birthday party, maybe. So again, not a huge, I mean, you know, a milestone, but not a sweet 16 or a wedding, but it was in a basement of in, in, uh, where they have all the high rises. It was Lindenwood. Hmm. It was like the, the basement party room of this apartment complex. And they just, everybody gathered. And again, it was all the paper tablecloths and all that. That was, that's you're. I mean, you're talking about like what, 30, some odd years ago, (laughs) you know? Yeah. It's just been forever since I've been to a party like that. Well, it's you have one.
1: I'll be there. All right, buddy.
0: All right, we got to leave it there. You got anything else? I'm good. All right. appreciate you guys watching or listening. Don't forget to uh, visit the merch store, shopanthonyonair.com. I want to thank the moderators. I want to thank Happy everybody. Happy Halloween, everyone. Who's supporting us with direct donations. Mm-hmm. Happy Halloween. Thanks to everybody who's been buying Jumpstar Coffee Company. Um... Chris is an animal from Jumpstart Call. He's like going in and like he's like thanking people in the comments too. <laughs> I'm like nice. I bought it and I love it. He's like yeah, he's like reading all the comments. I love that guy. Good beast. Um, so thanks to them. If you're picking up merch, um, uh, we appreciate that too. And uh, of course, you know, obviously, if you've had a chance to donate to Star Legacy, uh, that is utterly, utterly appreciated. So totally. Uh, that's it for us. Have a great Halloween. Don't eat the unwrapped apples. Uh -uh. Bad news. And we'll catch you on the next one. What uh, candy are you giving away for Halloween, Frank?
1: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the best. Milky Ways. And we got some, like, uh, sugary candies, like uh, Nerds and things like that. I'm looking at a nerd.